Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. Heard it, worked it, logged it. It is time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Visit icomamerica.com amateur and make the most out of contest season. And West Mountain Radio, specializing in DC power distribution and control, rig blaster sound card interfaces, and antenna management. Use code 100WMR to get 10% off your next purchase. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Yes, sir. Hello. How you doing, everybody? Oh, you're going to hear a fan behind me because we're back in the saddle here in Missouri, and it is a blistering heat wave. It's just July. We get... A couple of weeks in July and a couple of weeks in August, and most people do, where you don't even want to go outside. So I've got the fan on. Sorry. You're going to hear a little room noise, a little bit more than usual, I suppose. But I hope everybody's doing well. Took last week and did uh, some travel, as my wife is in uh, her master's program and finishing things up. Now off to Berlin, and we're back home with the... uh, the children, my girls are here with me, keeping me straight and keeping me busy for sure. Uh, but last week we were um, in Roanoke. This year, a lot different. We decided to go a different route with the way we stayed and lived for the uh, the two weeks. My wife is actually out there, was there for five. And uh, I was there for nearly two weeks. The uh, grandpa, you know, it's a, we're just trying to keep things normal for the kids, and they're very flexible, the children. They can adapt. You've got a swimming pool, bang. Go anywhere in the world. Got a swimming pool at the hotel, cool deal. But before I left, you know, I was working the 13 Colonies was happening right before I left uh, to go on what I, I will call a vacation. And as I said, the experience this time around in Roanoke was so much better than last time. It wasn't like it was a bad experience, but we were sort of staying off in this old sort of Airbnb that wasn't quite ready to entertain. It wasn't very safe for children. And if you look back into some July of uh, 2018 programs, I probably spoke about it then. Off the path, which I like on a farm, which I like, but a bit dangerous and not very convenient for a family to um, do what we needed to do. So this time around, we were more um, exposed to things. We were nearer to things, if you will. But before I left, I was chasing the 13 colonies. I had a day off or so before I left, Uh, and it was just me driving the pooch, little dog, she's like five pounds tops. And we drove across the country together. But before that, I was packing, getting things together. 
and I had a day off or so, and 13 Colonies was on. And I have to tell you, I went binging. I did. I went binging for like a whole day in and out of the shack, but really chasing them down. And the only one I didn't get by the second day was the uh, uh, the one in the UK. I don't know. Was it GB? Forget about it. It seems like every year I can't get that guy. I don't even think I heard him. If I would have heard him, I would have chased him pursuit. I did see a spot here and there. But never really worked him. And I don't think I've ever worked that station. The bonus station. Just didn't just didn't work that one. I worked the other one, though. That was the original. I don't have my sheet here with me, but I'm the original. Uh, the inventor of the 13 colonies. That sort of becomes a bonus, too, now. But stateside. Got everybody but that, uh, the one in the UK, and uh, that's okay. But then I hit the road, and I started packing, and I started thinking, man, and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking too much, and I think this is what we do. I don't know if you're like me in this way. But here I am, I'm thinking about what I need to take and what I need to pack for the trip radio-wise. Look, I'll take two or three pair of drawers, a pair of jeans and shorts, and a couple t-shirts, and I'm done. Easy. Easy, you know, maybe a shirt for a dinner if I'm going to go out with somebody. But basically, you know, they're like, oh, I forgot the deodorant. No big deal. Whatever. But when it comes to the radio gear, I'm like, okay. It becomes like this very sophisticated thought process of all these different possible scenarios. And when you're not flying, you know, and you're taking like a pick-em-up truck. You've got the option to sort of, you know, pack too much. And I did. I did. I even, I asked, not for help specifically through our Facebook group, but the 100 Watts in a Wire Facebook group, our Twitter feed, it all supports the show. And I get great information from it because everybody here understands that we're in it together. We all love this hobby. There's different facets we all like different things about it. We give each other options. We don't just tell each other what to do. That's sort of the temperament of the 100 Watts in a Wire community is to you know, provide some solutions, some things to think about. Getting back to when it started, I was being told, you got to do it this way or it's wrong. Yep, you got to put these telephone poles in the ground there, put them on up there and then do, run these uh, monoband you know, and you're like, oh, I can't, I don't even have a tree. You know, the people have different things and different setups. And I was being told, I was being programmed early that if you don't do it this way, it's wrong. Hated it, started 100 watts in a wire, and we're still chugging along, trying to treat each other fairly, be inclusive, give each other options. Well, you know, and I'm thinking, look, meanwhile, I have a mobile, right? I have a uh, ICOM. 7100 in the truck and I love that little radio I think it's perfect for mobile use get yourself a little mount there especially in my truck works great for me I got Tar Heel antenna feel very happy about that but what happens if and all this is like what if you want to activate a summit you can't take all this crap up there what if you want to go in the park, but you got to go like down the trail and all this stuff? You can't be rolling this stuff down a hill. You know, and you start thinking, what do you need? What what can you not 
leave behind. And I'm like, uh, screw it. Bring everything and the sink. You know, but when I say everything, it's like, you know, I'm going to take my portable rig that I've got racked up, kind of like the go kit. I need this antenna, right? You're going to need a mono. You know, I'm taking a 20 meter. I'm taking a 40 meter. A monoband, I'm taking some sort of off-center option, I'm taking an NFED, you know, and it all just becomes like what like I'm gonna take a mag loop. It's ridiculous, guys. But even my wife was like, you know, you you need to have options, and I'm like, Yep, you sure do. You sure do. What if I'm in the hotel and I need to, you know, I could do something that you know, and I just overthink it. So I started to reach out to the community to see, you know, what do you take? What is your what is your take? What is everything you can't leave behind? And I got some answers, and I'll share those with you uh, when we come up next. Made in America, shared worldwide. This is 100 Watts and a Wire. Brothers and sisters of the Hamily, make the most out of contest season with one of these ICOM radios. How about the IC7610? The SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. Dual digi-select, RF direct sampling system, an independent dual receiver. And let's not forget the IC7300. Changing the way entry-level HF is designed. Visit icomamerica.com amateur to learn more about all ICOM radios. Negative copy on the Alpha Hotel. This is 100 watts and a wire. Before we turn to our Facebook group uh, for some enlightenment I want to remind you that our sustaining membership program is available 24-7. You can visit 100wattsandawire.com to learn more. You basically give $25 to the show. You become a sustaining member for one year. This means you get discounts from participating businesses. They're listed there on the website, but uh, in short, uh, Powerfilm Solar, Chameleon Antennas, uh, radio wave antenna MFJ. Uh, the list is there for you, and you can get some good discounts. People really like to buy the Bio NO batteries because that's quite an investment. And you know, 10%, 15%, whatever they decide to give you, I leave it to the businesses to decide. Because if you're there, you know, and you're buying a lot of stuff, they may decide to give you a deeper discount. If you're, you know what I mean? It's up to them. I don't have a set deal for them the set price for you to buy in $25 per year your membership gets you whatever discount the participating company and people are using it a lot of bio no batteries uh we got a lot of mfj stuff and uh who else i think the chameleon antennas are popular you know so the 10 percent, if it's even 10 percent you know, it's going to get you to a better place with your price and maybe put a little bit more money in your pocket or give you a little bit more money to put on another project. And a reminder to our sustaining members who signed up in July of 2018, at the end of the month, uh, your subscription uh, will, we don't want it to lapse. So uh, consider that 
as you move on. All right, I was talking before the break a little bit about all that you can't leave behind. And uh, I went to our Facebook group. You can find it by visiting any Facebook page. Do a search for 100 Watts and Wire podcast. Answer a question. Give your uh, your call sign and uh, join the Hamily. The Hamily there. So I asked, what do you take? What is it that you can't leave behind? Doug says coax, preferably new, triple checked for shorts, uh, and good connectors. He's KB8M. Rich says his radio, the KX3 battery wire, a paddle and a mic. He wants to take banana plug adapters and a smattering of antennas and a length of coax. Alan says his 7100, his LDG 100 Pro 2, an off-center fed battery, 75 foot of LMR 400, and a spider beam, and a 40-foot fiberglass masked with guys. Tanner says copy of your license. Now that right there, that's the one that we, uh, we could forget. In fact, um, I pulled out my wallet and I was like, did I? You know, did I? So thanks to... Uh, Tanner and I keep one in my wallet and I have a laminated version of my license in with my radio so I'm kind of double dipping there just to cover myself but that's important stuff uh, let's see Craig says I only operate mobile and uh, he's got his radio equipment already in place he'll uh, take along an RT cable for his 857 small backup set of paddles his surface go computer and uh, he's got a customized lap desk for logging and reprogramming the radio, spotting, etc. Joe says, just took two long road trips, did the POTA activations along the way, and both times he had to have, of course, the radio of choice, the battery, a backup battery, and a backup source of power, like alligator clips on a zip cord to power poles to back up your backup. Redundancy in this game is a great thing. Thanks, Joe. Joe is KN4HPJ. Brian W6BRY says, I'm leaving this morning on a 2,600-mile road trip, and I'm prepared for the trip by installing an HF mobile in the truck. There you go. Tom, he says his normal go kit, an FT817ND Wolf River Coil, TIA and a couple of wire antennas. Cleave, he says his KX3, a battery and a roll of wire. Keith, I would use a mobile with controls on the microphone uh, as law enforcement are getting hot and heavy on distracted driving. That's KG5ILR. Wade says, are we talking portable or a mobile setup? Conversation goes on. Let's see what Wade says. I think I told him whatever he needed to take. Uh, he runs a ICOM 735 with a Tar Heel. And uh, Lisa says a radio ham sticks and road trip. She's taking a road trip uh, last week. Uh, her call sign is KC1YL. Mark, uh, Ubix LNR trail friendly antenna, uh, talent cell battery, earbuds, and a lapel mic. Ian, he takes his uh, KX2 with internal rechargeable battery and all the accessories. A buddy pole antenna, laptop uh, for logging. That's NV4C. 
Ben says a road trip. He gets uh, a FTM 400 mounted in the truck. Uh, he also wants to bring his 891 as well. Orlando takes the FT891, two Bio NO9 amp hour batteries, a buddy pole, and an eye portable antenna analyzer and says life is good. He's W1OMR. Let's see. PJ says we just got back from a camping trip. He does his uh, uh, 12 volt battery. Let's see. 12 volt uh, Yesu 450, a Hustler mobile antenna. And for good measure, his auto tuner and a spare battery. So we're seeing some, you know, it's what you need to operate for sure. Uh, some things are, are more specific. Let's see. Rick says his TS590S MFJ tuner, homebrew. NFED or yeah, NFED HW antenna and an Eagle One vertical mounted on his camper. Robert says everywhere I go, he has six through 80 meters with his FT450D and a Tar Heel. He's got two meters, 440, 10 meter all mode. Let's see what kind of thing he's got here. He takes his MFJ vertical for six through 160 and MFJ eight. T, nope, 1982 HP NFED. So he takes a bunch of stuff with him. That's KM6BNY. Couple more here. Patrick, he takes his radio in the car and uh, goes everywhere with him. He takes his AnyTone battery charger and a battery eliminator. He takes programming cables and he takes his laptop. Craig, he travels with the Yesu 857. Sorry you sold yours, Christian. Ooh. I kind of am, too. I kind of am, too. I'll talk about that in just a little bit. And the ATAS 120 antenna. Uh, he has a call sign on his license plate, and he's got a sticker on the back window. His call sign is November, November 2B. So as you can see, you want to take your license for sure, and then it becomes a matter of preference. What kind of operating are you going to do? Are you going to go up on a trail? Are you going to operate a summit? Are you going in the park? For me, I was like, I might do all this stuff, throw it in there, got to put it in there, and then I'm like, I've got two masts. I, I took two masts, okay? Two masts! Well, you know, one's 25 feet and one's like 30-something feet, and, you know, I take things to throw... A uh, baseball up in a tree to get up over a limb if I need to. I, you know, I don't know. You don't know what kind of circumstances you're coming up against. Am I wrong? Am I the only one? Is that a Melissa Etheridge song? So many questions. But you can see everybody's different. Uh, definitely take your FCC license. You definitely want to have that with you. I keep one in my, my uh, pocket and one with the radio and you can get those laminated and they you know they won't rip up tear up and that sort of thing and that's like the legal radios seem to be whatever you prefer an antenna tuner seems like a good idea you know i like to take the mono band antennas and then almost every other situation but let me tell you this uh i i definitely thought about summits on the air more this time around and I also thought about a park and at least a park and I went to a park I went to Carvin's Cove Natural Reserve 12,700 acres I posted a photo on Facebook if you're interested in that again in our, our group 60 miles of trails and it's not part of the Parks on the Air program I'm not sure it's part of the Worldwide Flora and Fauna 
It's the second largest municipal park in our country, and it's not part of this program. It is, however, part of the uh, summits on the air because there's mountains all around. So when you're hiking there, you're hiking through the mountains. I didn't go up in the mountains, but it was good to see that if you did and you were into that, you could go there and operate. I will say, and it's not a reason for this not to be part of the Parks on the Air program or Worldwide Flora and Fauna, unless you're going to activate in the parking lot, you're going to have to get out and go on a trail and do something within the park. And uh, operating, unless you're in the mobile in this parking lot, you know, you don't really want to set up long antennas. People are trying to load boats in here and they're parking their trailers you know, to unload the boats and that sort of thing. People are doing like kayaking. It was beautiful. It should be added. I will say it should be added to the Parks on the Air and the Worldwide Flora and Fauna. So those groups who may be listening uh, to this show, consider Carvin's Cove Natural Reserve in Roanoke, Virginia. It is too easy. Just make it happen. And then I think folks will either operate mobile from the parking lot or get out and hit that 60 miles of trail and do it. It's worth it. It's right there. And the soda folks are already on it. I just couldn't go up there. But it does come to mind. What I thought about it like there's soda. There's several of them in this uh, park. What would you need? Don't necessarily have it, man. And I sold that radio, the uh, A57D. That would have been a good option to take in the backpack. I don't really have a backpack option at the moment. And uh, it's something to think about. And then the other side of it is the re- re- uh, rational side of this. Like, do I operate some? It's enough to buy another radio, you know? The answer is yes. I have never operated a summit on the air. But however, I frequent Virginia. I go to places with mountains. I like Colorado. I am semi-regular getting out to Montana. So, yes, I guess I have to buy a new radio, right, enablers? Right, 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 right. And so I started thinking about that. You know, there you go. Speaking about getting portable, uh, power down, uh, grid down, off-grid communications, solar. Julian's here and back this week to talk to you a little bit about what he's been working on. And uh, I enjoy listening to him because I think he keeps it real. And I think he uh, he makes a lot of sense, and he does what he does because it matters. And uh, let's see what Julian's up to now. Hello, guys. Oscar Hotel 8, Sierra Tango November here for 100 Watts and a Wire. Now, on 100 Watts and a Wire and also on my YouTube channel, you often hear me talking about solar power, uh, battery power, portable power for expeditions and things like that. I often also talk about grid-down power for emergency communications or disasters. Now, to be perfectly honest with you, there's something that really just rips me apart. And that's seeing the talking heads on YouTubes or some of the chit-chat podcasters talking about emergency communications or disaster communications or even grid-down communications without actually putting anything of substance behind the discussion. So we hear lots of buzzwords, but there rarely isn't any meat or even any experience or knowledge uh, behind these discussions. It's always been my belief that if you're going to introduce a topic to an audience, you need to do so from a place of experience. 
It's pretty easy to ride the wave of others who've come before us, but as a radio operator who watches YouTube channels, as a person who reads blogs and listens to podcasters, I don't want them to simply introduce the discussion or the topic. I want them to contribute to it. And the way we contribute to it is by getting in the shack or getting out in the field, gaining the experience, trying it out for ourselves, and putting our own spin on things. If we're just regurgitating the things that other people have said, we're just parakeets. And being a parakeet doesn't actually offer any value to our community. So with all that said, sometime in July, probably the third or fourth week of July, I'm heading out to the field on expedition. I've got a 75-kilometer ride from my place in Olu, Finland, to an island. It's actually an islands on the air islands uh, called Hailuoto here in Finland. I'm going to be taking out the MAM portable field station with my fat bike, my shelter, my FT891, the solar generator I built a few months ago on the channel, and some of my power film solar panels, operating my station off-grid on solar power for five or six days out in the field maximum. Now, personally, as a YouTuber, I don't think it's enough to write a script, sit down in front of a camera, and then... Uh, talk about something but not actually show you in practice how it works. So I'm taking my MAM portable field station out to the field for five or six days to show you that what I'm actually talking about is more than just a discussion. When I was a kid, amateur radio was a lot about show and tell. Uh, you try something, you build something, uh, and then you share the idea or the concept, letting other people uh, gain from the knowledge that you've presented. When we do it this way, the community actually grows because we are sharing these ideas and concepts and getting other people outside of our community interested in what we're doing. Now, for me, that's weak signal work. It's solar power. It's off-grid power. It's off-grid communications. But in reality, it could be anything we're passionate about. Now, definitely, I get annoyed easily by some of these uh, what I call talking heads on YouTube. But what's even more annoying than a talking head is not bringing new people into the community. So investing my time and getting out in the field and showing you all, the community, what's possible... I think the time and energy we invest in projects like this will pay themselves back in the form of renewed interest in our community. So this expedition is actually going to be a bit different than previous excursions I've been on. Of course, one of the primary motivators is showing you off-grid and grid-down portable power solutions for amateur radio in the field. But we're also going to talk about shelters, sleep systems, cook systems, and everything else that goes along with prolonged field communications. Finally, if you're anything like me and you're tired of biting into that sandwich which has no meat inside of it, join me in July for my off-grid solar-powered expedition. This is Julian, Oscar Hotel 8, Sierra Tango, November for 100 watts in a wire. He wants a little bit of meat on his sandwich. Now, as a vegetarian, uh, 
it doesn't interest me as much, but I totally get what he's saying. I think a lot of the YouTubers, and you can tell they're being fed equipment from, um, you know, different manufacturers to check it out. This YouTuber suddenly has it this week, so does this one, and now the next one, and he's right. Yeah, do you see how it really works in a practical setting? I don't know. I am a firm believer of to each their own. There's enough room for everybody, but there's a lot of puff out there too, or fluff. You know, it's just uh, they're putting out the content, and I think maybe they enjoy getting the gear or whatever it is. Whatever moves you, I think it happens to be more about likes and subscribers. And that's what it's like a big throw your junk on the table and I got all this. Really, though, you know, you're only as good as your last video or your last show. And so whoever watched your last video, that's what you are. That's what you are. Don't get it twisted up and, oh, I got all this subscriber stuff. How many people listen to your last gig? And that's what you are. Okay, so that's that. But uh, always deep, insightful thought from Julian. I'd like to visit him one day. He'd be fun to roll around with. Not like that, dude. Come on now. I'm not talking about that. You know, go out there. He's got the bike. He's got that thing. It's like a wagon he pulls behind him sometimes. You talk about being efficient and actually living the lifestyle. He knows what he wants to do before he goes out. And then he tests it. And then he provides the results. You know, and so that's cool. When you go and you check him out, you're going to hear exactly if you're into that sort of thing. Not everybody's into Julian stuff either now. You know, you have to be there in your life and in your study and where your interests are, or you're not going to watch him either. So I get all sides. I'm just trying to do my thing and we'll do it as long as it, you know, it makes sense to do it. But anyway, we've done it enough for this week. I appreciate you. I'm glad to be back here in Missouri. More stories coming up. We're going to do some VHF, UHF understanding. I don't know too much about that. I think more people start there, maybe. Uh, I've been an HF kid for, uh, you know, since I was licensed in 2012, at least when I got my setup, probably uh, 2014, 2015, maybe, probably 2014 or 15, I could afford to get myself a radio and all the things with HF. But I love HF so much, it's very hard for me to take on a digital mistress, UHF, VHF. So I didn't study. Like I said, if you're not into something, you know, why would you just go ahead and watch something you're not really into yet? That's how I am. If I want to learn how to build a dipole, I know how to. But if I wanted to, I'd go to that YouTube. If I want to learn how to fix my sink, I'll go to YouTube and learn how to do that. If I want to, tra- you know, work on my car replace my transmission then I go you know so with ham radio I think it's the same way most people maybe they look at your stuff every week I don't know who knows what I don't know what other people do but uh, if you're there and I haven't been with VHF UHF yet very sexy sexy new radios I do have an HT but you know the understanding of it the antenna system how limited I am I can't just throw something up on my house The longer run out to my HF antennas could be problematic with loss. I got to think about that. So all that stuff's coming up for me, and that's kind of where I'm uh, looking. Anyway, take care of yourself. Stay cool. As the guys on the radio say, uh, stay on the cool side of the door and the uh, green side of the 
grass or the dirt. Stay alive. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com. 